Praise the Lord. Jesus is coming soon. That is the most important thing, that Jesus is coming so soon. And so we all look forward to the soon coming of Jesus. And let me remind you, the only thing we take with us to heaven is our soul. We shall leave everything behind. Everything except what? Our soul. Are you ready to meet Jesus? Are you ready? You know, do you really know Jesus? You see, God is not a concept. He's real. You can have a vibrant relationship with God. And we see that in Psalm 23. Shall we go to Psalm 23 and see what the psalmist says in Psalm 23? The first verse says, Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. You see, the most important word is the pronoun, mine. The Lord is my shepherd. Can you say God is your shepherd? Can you say that? That's the most important possessive pronoun. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You see, the sheep is dumb, stupid. And if the sheep says, I shall not want, it means it has what? A wonderful shepherd. Praise the Lord. The sheep has no bank account, no barn, nothing, no car, no nothing. And yet the sheep says, I shall not what? Want. It's a wonderful shepherd, isn't it? Wonderful shepherd. And that's why we are supposed to be all the time. You see, lost sheep will never find the shepherd. But the shepherd will always find what? The lost sheep. And we are supposed to be the shepherds too. Look out for the lost people and bring them into God's kingdom. Look at verse 2. Because the shepherd is a wonderful shepherd, he says he makes me lie down in green pastures. The only time a sheep will lie down is when the stomach is full. That's the only time. The only time the sheep will lie down is when the stomach is what? Is full. And only Jesus can satisfy you. You can go and eat anywhere. You will never be satisfied. Only Jesus can satisfy you. And even as we walk on earth, we face different kinds of problems, difficulties, broken relationships. He said, he leads me beside quiet waters. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful picture the psalmist is painting here. He leads me beside what? Quiet waters. You know, sheep are very fearful. They will never drink from running waters. They are afraid. And so the shepherd will go ahead of them, put big stones and dam the river to steal the river so that the sheep can come in and drink from the river. Praise the Lord. You know, there are so many running waters in our lives, and only Jesus can store them for us. No another person can do it except Jesus. And that's why we are looking forward to his soon coming. He's coming to steal the waters for us. He said, he leads me beside quiet waters. In life, there's time for you to lie down and think about what is going on. Think about God's word. But if you're a Christian and you're always lying down, then there's something wrong. There are times you need to get up and go. And God will lead you as you get up. Look at verse 3. He says, he restores my soul. 
He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. David knows what he's talking about. He restores my soul. You think you are bad? You, you are very good. David is the guy who took somebody's wife, slept with him, eh? killed the person, and God restored him. Praise the Lord. You think you are bad. You are not bad. You think you have sin? No matter how big your sin is, Jesus can restore you. Think about it. It was David in Psalm 22, verse 18. He told a lie. And one day Saul went to the city of Nob and killed 85 fastest, and the women, and the children, and the sheep, and the cattle. Saul killed everybody one day. Because of David, he told a lie. In 1 Samuel chapter 22. You think you are bad? Think about David. In 2 Samuel chapter 24, he said, don't count the soldiers, don't count the men. He counted the men. And one day, 70,000 soldiers were killed just like that. You think you are bad. But God restored him. God restored him. No matter how big our sins may be, the only place to go for restoration, for reconciliation, is to go to Jesus. He will restore you. He restored me. I did many bad things, and yet he restored me because of his namesake. He imputed his righteousness for me. And because of that, I can go to see him one day in heaven. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful privilege given to us as Christians. I like it when David says, blessed is the person, blessed is the man whose sins the Lord has not counted against him. Jesus did not count my sins against me because of what he did for me on Calvary. And the same is true in your life too. But do you know this Jesus? Can you call him, he is your shepherd? Can you claim him to be your shepherd? That is the Jesus we are following. I like it in verse 4. He says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Notice he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You see, whenever there is a shadow, there is what? There is light. Whenever there is a shadow, there is light. And he says, as we walk on life journey, evil will be there, Satan will be there. The demons will be there. But the light of Jesus will also be there. And the light of Jesus will show on Satan. And the shadow of the evil one will cross your path. And you will walk on the shadow. And the shadow cannot bite you. Praise the Lord. You will walk on death. And death cannot bite you. You see, I fear dogs. If there is a dog in your home, I won't come. But I don't fear the shadow of a dog. It cannot bite me. That's what he's saying here. The shadow of death cannot bite me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because Jesus is with me. Praise the Lord. The one who is with me is greater than the one who is what? Outside there. If God is for you, who can be against you? No one. But do you know this God? Can you claim him to be your shepherd? Can you? Do you really know him? You know, many times I tell students, when a lady is about to get married, the, the lady will be dreaming about the boy all the time. Even during the daytime, she may dream about him. The same is true of the boy. Dream about the girl all the time. At times, we even dream about our enemies. But I want to ask you, have you ever dreamt about Jesus? 
You know, it is said that the things on our minds are the things that we think about, that we dream about mostly in the night. You, how much do you think about Jesus? Is Jesus your shepherd? If he is, then you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and Satan can do nothing. Death. We are not afraid of death as Christians, are we? Jesus has taken the sting out of death. Praise the Lord. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Then he said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Praise the Lord. Two things. The rod and the staff. Every shepherd in the Old Testament times will carry two things. The staff is a wrong thing with a curve at the end. And whenever the sheep will fall into a ditch, he will use the, the curved one to draw the sheep from the gutter, from the ditch, and put the sheep on the level ground. Praise the Lord. Many times I've fallen into ditches, and Jesus drew me up. Then the staff is a long one too. Whenever the sheep will go out of the pack, he will use the, the stick to pew, pew, and draw him back into the pack. Many times Jesus has whipped me at my work. No, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you any sin you ever committed and bring you back into himself. That's what he's saying. And it's so interesting. Many times, when there's a stubborn sheep, the shepherd will take the sheep and break the leg and carry the sheep on the shoulders for about one month, one and a half months. And when the broken leg is healed, the sheep will never depart from the shepherd. And many times, God will break your leg. Many times, we face some difficult times so that God can get your attention. And when, when he solved the problem for you, you will never, ever forget God. Then he said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint me with oil and my cup overflows. When we got to Tamale for the first time, we were trying to set up some businesses and other enterprises. And the Muslims wouldn't allow us. Many times we're giving their letters, threatening letters. They will kill you, they will do this. It was threatening. They won't allow us to do anything. Looking back after about 25 years, you see what the Lord has done. It's amazing. It's like he repaired a party for us and for the Muslims in the presence of our enemies. It's amazing what God is doing. Over the years, we have seen hundreds of Muslims come to know Jesus. It's amazing. We have a wonderful God. Then sex, he says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever. I like it in the Hebrew. He said, Surely goodness and mercy will, will hunt you down. He said, Wherever you go, the mercy of God will hunt you down. Wherever you go, the goodness of the Lord will hunt you down. If God is what? Your shepherd. It doesn't matter where you are. The mercies and the goodness of the Lord will hunt you down. And notice that he started from the grass on earth and he ended in where? In heaven. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever. You see, if you can say the Lord is my shepherd, all the promises here is for you. All the promises. But the question is, can you say the Lord is my shepherd? I want to show you some few uh, 
pictures from Tamale? If you see what I mean, what I talk about. Are you going? not going. <laughs> I have to run fast to see, show you some of the pictures that are necessary for you to see. A lot of people live in fear. Fear of evil spirits. And so we use Psalm 23 to help them. That if Jesus is their shepherd, and no one can as well harm them. And when they become Christians, you'll be amazed the way they sing to praise the Lord. I mean, as we're singing, you're sitting down, you're standing. In Africa, we jump and praise the Lord and dance and somersault, just praising the living God. God is so good. He has done so much for us. And so we, we have to praise him. Most people live in fear, and so they use amulets to protect themselves. And so as they become Christians, we bend them. The only one you can be dependent on is who is Jesus. And so we burn everything so they can depend on Jesus Christ. Uh, in times of sickness, people think like this boy, the boy was ostracized. He, he's a spirit. He's a demon because of the tumor. This is only a sickness. And so we take the boy to the hospital, cut it off, and we put a smile on his face. And today, we have seen the boy, the father, the all the family members have become Christians. You see, people don't care how much you have or how much you know until they know how much you care for them. And so that's why we want to be there to be a friend, to help them in any way that we can. Asana became a Christian and the, her house was burned down. We have to go in to help her to build her own house. Today she's going everywhere, selling pepper, making money for herself and helping other people. You know, Jesus is coming soon. In what way can your life count for other people? Look at this before. This is a, a school. They don't have any tables. They sit on a log. They use, at times they write in the ground, in the dust. We go in. Then we build a classroom, go for them. It's amazing what God can do if I'm involved in the lives of people. Uh, we went to this school. There were about 10 children. Today we have more than 900 children in the school. And more than 70% of the children are not Christians. Jesus is coming soon. And that's all that we need to do to be able to present Jesus to them. We have kids come every August. We bring about 500 children together. We sing, we dance, we study the Bible, and we lead them to Christ. That's what we are doing. And girls are prostitutes. They don't have anything to do. We bring them to learn how to sew. They don't have to pay any school fees. The only thing they need to do is to study the Bible once a week. And through that, we have led hundreds of women to, to Christ. It's amazing what God can do. We are building a sewing school for them. This is the, the women's sewing program that we are doing now. We help them to develop. You know, Sherbata is very good. You know, I'm a, around 60 years. But because I use Sherbata, my skin is so good, isn't it? I want to encourage you. Buy Sherbata from us. Then you will never grow old. <laughs> so we package Sherbata so that we can use them. You know, this is how they do it originally. They do the share butter traditionally. But we help them to package it well so that they can sell what they need. Water is a big problem in many parts of uh, northern Ghana. And uh, many women will have to go long distances. 
these women are squeezing water from even mud. Some children will travel one mile, two miles, just for a bucket of water. And then we have to go in with a water truck and give them both physical water and spiritual water. What a way to present the good news of Jesus Christ to people who are thirsty. Then in many ways, we have to sing boreholes, give wells. Then they have good water to drink. Okay, we have a good water for them to drink. That's what we are trying to do, to present the gospel in a way that will bring development also to them. You see, the gospel comes with what? Development. All other religions will turn people backwards. But the gospel, Christianity, will always come with development. We went to this village. Out of every 10 children, nine will die before age six. We build a toilet for them, several of them, so that they can help go to a better place for easing themselves. Today, out of every 10 children, only one may die. And that's the thing that we are trying to do. Children are forgotten in many times. They can't go to school. So we go in, give them one goat, so that they become responsible in keeping the goats and selling the offspring to buy school uniforms so they can go to school. So today we have sent more than 6,000 children to school, and more than half of them have become Christians. And so we use different kinds of businesses to bring people to Christ. We have a, a center like this. It's amazing. We have about 70 rooms. It's our cash cow. We take the money from the Muslims to evangelize the Muslims. <laughs> this is an auditorium. They can seat about 1,500 people. That's the biggest in town. So everybody got to use it so that we can get the money and they do missions. Yes. So it's, it's a big conference center. There's a radio program. We have more than 2 million listeners. Just before I came, uh, some bankers came to me and said they want our business. So there were three. I led them to Christ. They said, can you come to our banking hall to talk to all the staff? I went there. And it's amazing that Muslims are coming to my office now to come to know Jesus. And that is why we can use business as a platform to bring people to Christ. We are setting up a, a Christian university. You know, times are changing. And we hope that by the year 2022, we shall have at least 10,000 students on campus training them in all liberal arts and sciences, giving them Christian worldview, and send them out as marketplace missionaries so they can spread the gospel, not only in Africa, but all over the world. And that is why we can say in our, I don't have time to go through all this, in our language, in Dagbani, that we need to go to the whole world and tell God, everybody, that God is good. So we are all going to speak or sing in tongues, in my dialect, and then uh, we praise God. It goes like this. Chelia kati yelia mani na wuni vila. Na wuni vila. Na wuni vila. Chelia kati yelia mani na wuni vila. Na wuni vila yel mani. Let's go to the whole world and tell everybody that God is good. Can you sing with me? Chelia kati yelia mani na wuni vila. Now when you vela, now when you vela, Chelia Cati Elia Mani, now when you vela, now when you vela, Yelmani. Jesus is coming soon. If you can say Jesus is your shepherd, 
then we can go together to the whole world and tell everybody God is good. God bless you.